I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. So we're finally actually back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever. It has been forever. It's a episode we did not record in June. No. We were supposed to have the previews episode out, and that was my bad. It didn't happen. So, guys, there were only two movies. We're skipping them. We're skipping that episode this time. So, here we are. Because it is Christmas in July, we're going to talk about our favorite movies from last season. Because we didn't ever do a recap of the season. Yeah, because we we saved it specifically for Christmas in July so you guys could be able to record if you wanted to watch them now. Yep. Otherwise, we would have talked about them in January, and you wouldn't have been able to watch them. <laughs> yeah. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we each picked three faves, and we each picked one. Skip it. <laughs> yeah. And we have. I feel like we have a theme going on here. We have a theme. A theme of liking one channel's movie and not liking another channel's oh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are all Hallmark movies. We and, we yeah. are trying to be like try to keep it even, but Hallmark won this year. If it was if it had been 2018 lifetime, I would have picked one of those. Well, <laughs> two and of those. <laughs> there were some good lifetime movies I felt like, but we also didn't include I think we talked about including one or two, like the reindeer mm-hmm. games one or whatever. But they're not doing Christmas in July in, on Lifetime. So what's the point of talking about them if you can't watch them, you know? Yeah, that so, too. So we're just talking about Hallmark movies. But um, I will say there are other movies that we did like. These are not like the end-all, be-all list. We were just trying to limit it to what can we limit it to so we're not here all day talking about every single movie. And then... yeah. We also do like to keep it fair. Not every movie is for everyone. So that's why we include Skip It's. Now, you might have loved the Skip It's, but we did we not. Didn't. <laughs> and it's our podcast, dang it. <laughs> we can like what we like and not like what we don't like. <laughs> yep. Preach. All right. So my first favorite was one of the very first movies of the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. A Kismet Christmas. Um, and this movie was just so cute. Sarah is a child. It, blah, blah, blah. Sarah a child. Is, a, <laughs> is a children's book author who returns to her hometown where she reconnects with her family and Travis, her teenage crush. crush. She soon discovers that a long-held family legend might actually be true starring sarah ramos carlo marx and mary lou henner this one was super funny very cute and magical we just we really enjoyed it i felt like it was like very very funny Mm -hmm. um and i didn't really know sarah ramos i mean i did know her from the parenthood but she was not like she was one of the kids in the movie in the tv show so I felt like she wasn't as much of a main character as, like, the adults in the TV show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't really know her from it, anything else. And um, so I was pleasantly surprised. I hope she's in another Christmas movie. I would put her on a list of 
people I would like to see in more in more Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Same. So, so my next one is, of course, because um, this one I feel like was like one the of the favorites. <laughs> yeah, one of the favorites of everybody across the board. Ghost of Christmas Always and. What I really loved about this movie is it was very unexpected. I did not know what to expect from this. I don't always love the, like, Dickens remakes and stuff like that. So it was so pleasantly, surprisingly good. It was it was a really great movie. This is one that I could watch over and over and over again. Yeah. So, and this was another one that was early in this. It was like that first weekend. Yeah. Super early, might have been the second weekend, but yeah, it was definitely like very beginning of the of the season. Mm-hmm. And I I am always wondering if they're going to start out really strong, or are they just going to kind of throw out their their the ones they don't think are going to be as good because it's because October, they, yeah, October, <laughs> and people aren't ready to do Christmas. But this movie is about Catherine, who is a ghost of Christmas present, and she must help one soul, Peter rediscover his Christmas spirit, but this year has something unusual in store. Starring Kim Matula, Ian Harding, Beth Lavel, Lori Tanchin, and Reginald Vell Johnson. And we just really loved this whole cast. We thought this whole cast was great. And I didn't know her at all. Did you know her? I can't remember. No, I don't think I did. Yeah. Yeah, they were all great and they were all funny. We got different time periods. And, like, the story moved along at a good pace to keep your interest. Yes. Yeah. And it was magical. Yeah, another magical one. (laughs) That was very much a theme, I felt like, for the ones that really stood out for me. It was kind of magical and whatnot. But, Mm -hmm. you know. All right. And my last favorite is A Christmas Cookie Catastrophe. Um, now granted there are a couple that like Stephanie's going to talk about that I could have added to my list also like we had to like fight over some of them yeah this is not like a (laughs) this is not like a oh this definitely just because I'm not mentioning it just because I'm mentioning it doesn't mean it's not one of Stephanie's favorites it's like we really agreed on all of these and kind of just put them in the list and are talking about them um, so Annie faces her first obstacle as CEO of Cooper's Cookies when Grandma's secret recipe is stolen. While investigating the theft, she works with local baker Sam to recreate the beloved recipe, starring Rachel Boston and Victor Webster. And I will say, I really did enjoy this one. I kind of want to rewatch it because I definitely had COVID <laughs> when I was watching this one. <laughs> So I want to rewatch it and not be like down. And I had to watch yeah. it like by myself. My mom and I were watching it at the same time, but she was watching it upstairs and I was watching it downstairs. So yeah, that's not the way to watch it. No, so this one is another funny one with a lot of yeah. like physical comedy shenanigans. Yeah. And a little bit of magic. I mean, I guess it's not technically magic. There's a guy in there that kind of looks like Santa Claus though. Yeah. That's not magical. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was Tricksters. like trying to think, what's there? What's there is magic? There's no magic in this. Well, I mean, there is a little mystery. Yeah, there's a mystery. And Carrie so, thinks those are magical. 
I, I do sometimes think that they're magical. <laughs> anyway, it was really cute. I mean, it also has a strong cast. You can't really go wrong with Rachel Boston and Victor Webster. I mean, that's a great duo. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my last favorite for my skip it. Oh, guys. I mean, I hate to be this way about uh, the Hallmark movies and Mysteries movies. But I'm going to be this way because I just do not. I don't want to be sad. There were parts of this movie that were, like, fine. No. But <laughs> most of it was not fine. No, the, the the lady and the little boy, the older oh, lady yeah, they and the were little fine. boy okay. were, 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 like, the highlights of this. But the rest was kind of like, meh. It, the, so the storyline is Julie is struggling being a single mother to a grieving child and facing her first Christmas without her husband when she develops an unexpected friendship with a neighbor. Starring Erica Durant, Patrick Sab- Sabogwi, I can never say his name, and Lynn Whitfield. It's called and We Need a Little Christmas. You never said need- that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I got a headache, guys. Okay. We need a little Christmas. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So it just, I just don't want to feel down. I did, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this one, even though we're telling you to skip it, at the end, the grandma does get reunited with the grandpa with this grandson is it was it her grandson yeah that's right his grandson all the storylines that were not the main two characters were my favorite parts of it. yeah this is just another one with the widow and then but in this one she kind of is starting a romantic relationship with a guy ish i mean they hold hands at the end they don't even kiss right they don't even so, kiss yeah which I mean, felt right i guess i think we liked that part that they didn't kiss yeah, was it was different. different. It was unique. The, I don't yeah, think that I will say the one that Stephanie is going to talk about would probably be my number one pick for one. It's I even don't. worse. Yeah, I I would say skip it. So burn it. It's <laughs> it's better than that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. OK, but first we're going to start with the good ones. Of yes, course. we are. So, obviously, I have three wise men and a baby on the list. Three brothers are surprised when they find themselves forced to care for a baby during the holidays. And this has Paul Campbell, Andrew Walker, and Tyler Hines. This was just full of funny shenanigans. We finally get, actually, three of our favorite Hallmark stars together as leads. So, it was just something different. It was funny. And... It actually didn't feel so jam-packed confusing because of all the storylines. So three thumbs up. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. My mom literally watched this one. When it came out that it was like breaking records and stuff like that, I was like, well, my mom's watched it five times already. So I'm totally (laughs) not surprised by this. I mean, we all expected everybody to really enjoy this one. You knew it was Mm. going to be funny because I don't think Andrew Walker is known for being like so funny. He was quite funny in this movie, though. And Tyler and Paul are definitely known for being funny. So you just knew it was going to be eye candy, hilariousness ensues. Yeah. Especially since Kimberly Susted and Paul wrote it. Yes. And we know that they wrote the Starlight one, which was good. Yeah. 
it, it, this was really great. Only thing that I would say about it is I kind of wish it was like, I kind of wish there would have been like the story with the three wise men and a baby. And then you had that love story. And then we would have gotten like three years worth of movies where then you get to see Tyler maybe have his love story and then Paul have his love, you know, or something like that. That's yeah, the only the thing. Yes. So we would have been able to have six hours of those guys together versus just two hours of those guys together. But for what it was, they did pack it in really well. I agree with you. It was not, it didn't feel rushed or un- unfinished or anything. So, yeah. So good job. Yes. All right. Next up is the Royal Nanny. Claire is an MI5 agent who becomes the Royal Nanny, having to overcome challenges on her mission as she keeps the family safe for Christmas and resists Prince Colin's charms. And this has Rachel Scarston and Dan Janot as the leads. And this is another one that was just different from the usual fanfare from Hallmark with the whole secret agent royalty there was, again, shenanigans and, like, kidnappings, like, things we don't normally see in a Hallmark yes. movie. And this is another one that I felt like was a big surprise. Like, we were yeah. watching this one thinking this is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And it made our top list. <laughs> I know. Look at that. It was a dark horse. <laughs> but I do love Rachel. Okay. And then my last favorite which I think this was a real dark horse. I don't think anybody expected anything from this movie. But it's because of the name. <laughs> I know. Hashtag Xmas Christmas, whatever. Did What did they say that how to pronounce it? I feel like Lacey announced it because it was like during Thanksgiving week. But whatever. I, I don't know. I would say hashtag Xmas. But I will say it should win the prize for the worst name of any Hallmark movie this season. Yeah. When Jen gets the chance to enter a brand design contest, she poses as a family influencer. And when her video is selected as a finalist, she's torn between continuing her perfect family or revealing the truth. And this shows Claire Bowen and Brant Dougherty. They were both fantastic in this movie. It was so funny. And I don't know. It was, again, unexpected and different from the normal, like, influencer, fake Mm -hmm. fiancé, boyfriend thing. So... And she it. wins the prize for best hairstyle of the Yeah. We love her hair. Her hair looked great the entire movie. It was amazing. And like this, I probably would not have put in my top five. I but it was also much better than I expected it to be. But mm-hmm. I will say she's like very over the top character in some ways. Mm-hmm. And the way she loses it at towards the end is epic. <laughs> yeah. She just kind of like, I can't do this anymore. And just kind of, yeah. she needed a break. She was great. <laughs> Hopefully she's back this year for another Hallmark movie. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I'd like to see her again. Was she, did you know her from something else? Don't recognize her for anything else. Okay. All right. Now onto the worst movie Hallmark has ever produced. <laughs> If Bottled with Love is the most romantic movie ever, then Christmas Bedtime Stories is the worst movie ever. (laughs) It was so bad. I know. This is Aaron Cahill and Steve Lund, and I should probably say Charlie Weber as well. 
Yeah, <laughs> really, because that's, it's, guys. Okay, Ugh. here's the little thingy. Left to raise her daughter alone after her husband goes MIA and is presumed dead, Danielle starts to tell her daughter before, or bedtime stories about her father. And yet they tried to promote this movie as a Steve Lund, Aaron Cahill draw, but they don't get together on the end. She breaks up with him only to find out that her presumed dead husband is alive and he has returned. Now, did they get the tears from me at the end? Of course, they played music and they did all that stuff to get your emotions going. But did I enjoy crying and tearing up? No. I thought it was the dumbest freaking thing I've ever seen in my life. So hate, 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 hate. And it breaks the rule of romance, doesn't it? Isn't the rule of romance that the characters get together in the end? There has to be a happily ever after. So technically, technically, no. Technically, they could say this is a happily ever after. But no, I don't can't. mm -mm. Steve Lund was not happily ever after in this. No. And to make it seem like he would be, that he was the main draw for people to watch this movie, and then to be pushed aside. Like, that was just downright ugly. They should have just featured this Charlie Weber dude. He was her husband. And leave Aaron as the draw. And I think that the reason they did that was because they wanted the surprise. He's really alive. Oh, but... that was a surprise. All right. Well, I actually kind of saw it. come. I was, I was wondering how, what the heck was going to happen. But he wasn't a lot of the movie because mm-hmm. they did a lot of flashbacks, you know? Yeah. So they have this categorized as a comedy drama romance on IMDb. Comedy? This is not a comedy. Just because it's on Hallmark. No. I don't N-O-X. think I laughed. I mean, I'm, not once. Maybe, <sighs> maybe I laughed in shock because it was so terrible. It was bad, guys. It, it, it was really bad. Just yeah. If you haven't just seen avoid. It, we already spoiled it for you. Yeah, but I guess if you want to turn it into a drinking game and trash it as you watch it, maybe that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> I still like Steve Lund. I would still watch Steve Lund. You know, I'm not going to let that taint my thing. But, man. Anyway, those were our movies that you can try finding this year. You know what I think is funny is that they are all mostly comedies. And they are all, like, kind of different storylines. I wouldn't say that any of the ones we picked were especially romantic, though. I'd agree with that. Um, and I do think also what's interesting, like you're mentioning, they're all different. They're not what you would expect a normal Hallmark Christmas movie to be either. None of them, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I guess technically you could somehow get there with three wise men and a baby, uh, only because there is that. Like the the Tyler Hines and his ex girlfriend getting back together storyline, mm-hmm. in in that one, you know what I'm saying? Like you could argue, like, oh, see, that is kind. But the fact that they're all together and you're throwing these three really different stories all at the same time means that it's not. And and I really, I just really enjoyed. I I felt like it was not the strongest holiday season that they that Hallmark no. has had. 
but the movies mm-hmm. that were good, like really good, were really, really good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's probably a you know a mark to make fewer movies better better quality. But very true. I'm not going to tell them what to do. We may be getting that <laughs> this year, though. Yeah, because <laughs> who knows against what's going their on. will. Yeah, <laughs> and they may not be the good ones that they get either. <laughs> you know what? I think I think the Bethany Joy Lens Chris Palaha one will be good since that's filmed. That's yes, what all my hopes and dreams are pinned on. <laughs> and it's built more, and you went to built more. I did go, and it is magical. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, all right. So what's next? Oh, yeah, it's me signing us off. Okay, so (laughs) next next up, we are finally going to do our June reviews. And to refresh your memory, we are reviewing Wedding Season, Love is Greek to Me, If It Plays in Time for Me to Record It, because I missed it, and Make Me a Match. (laughs) Or I'll be talking about it, because I definitely recorded it. So Carrie did. So stay tuned for those because we'll be back next week. And as always, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And we would love to get a rating from you. Five stars. Woohoo! Thumbs up. Of course, <clears throat> do what you want to do. Um <laughs> That always helps other people find us. And with our weird schedule this year, you're guaranteed to catch a new episode whenever we have one. See ya. Bye, guys.